Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Higher Battle Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you've been having a great start to your week. Guess what? You're halfway through. Good job. You're doing wonderful. And today, we're going to talk about identity, who God has made you to be, how different people in society has affected your identity, and how sometimes who we think we are is very skewed to who God has made us to be. But we can get back to that. We can start to strip away the identity that society has given us, and we can get back to having our identity rooted in Christ. So that's what we're going to talk about today. If you're new, hello, my name is Peyton. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the Higher Battle Podcast, where here we talk about Jesus and together walk through the highs and lows of of living a life for God. So a question that's been popping up a lot for me in the past couple weeks is, God, what the heck do you want me to do? Where are you leading me? Like what, what characteristics of me have you created that I need to then use? What talents? All of that good stuff. And I think sometimes we think about this question when it comes to jobs, our talents, like I said, our gifts, but we also need to think about it when it comes to our character and what makes us who we are our identity. And as we grow up, who we are is modeled and shaped by those who are around us, those who speak into our lives, both positively and negatively. When we're growing up, there's a whole bunch of people that think they know best for us. I mean, our parents, obviously, like they keep us alive, they nurture us, they help us grow, all these things. So clearly they have a huge step in who we become as long as a bunch of other people that speak into our lives at a very young age. And even like I'm 23 and I have a ton of people who speak into my life and and now at my age and I kind of know my identity in Christ and I know like the right and wrong and based on what God says and things like that. So I'm a, I can really just filter what's spoken into my life and I can filter who speaks into my life and you can kind of take it by a grain of salt or apply it. But when we're little, that's a lot different. We kind of just listen to everything because we don't know much yet. And with all that being said, God makes you a certain way and the world, society, and other broken people can shape you into who you think you are in a way that God has not intended. We really kind of turn out based on just the the love that we have as a kid, the positive things we go through, the negative things we go through. So obviously people who speak into our life and the situations we go through kind of become our identity. And even some of us who carry on this trauma into adulthood, that kind of becomes our identity of of these past things. And that's just who we are. But this is not the identity that God has intended us to have. That's where this gets tricky because we can sometimes think that because, oh, this is who I think I am. I'm this certain way because we favor things differently than others, or we've gone through different things than others, that our identity is in that. But God would not make you in this, God would not make your identity rooted in something hurtful, something bad. God would not make your identity rooted in the sin. Like your identity and everything who you are isn't that sin that you've done. And also, as I said previously, our parents shape our identity. They teach us certain things. They teach us what's right, what's wrong. They teach us what to believe, what's right to believe. 
So really going into adulthood, if you don't learn for yourself, then most likely you kind of have the same beliefs as your parents. I know some people who are just completely opposite of what their parents believe and have taught them to believe, but it kind of really just depends. And then even with my faith, I was always taught Jesus or I was always just around Jesus. I was in a Jesus loving home and it was never pushed on me and it was never in a negative manner. So then I felt comfortable when I got older to really step into that faith myself and discover who Jesus is and his relationship that I could have with him and a relationship I could have with him on my own terms. But I think we all need to create space in our life to truly learn what our true identity is and what it means to have our identity rooted in Christ. Because who you think you are and and the things you list off that are your identity, those are things that can waver. Those are things that can change. But when your identity is rooted in Christ, that's a firm foundation. That cliche term we love to say, Jesus is our firm foundation, but it's so, so true. And when you face hardships, when you face changes, your identity is not going to change. You're going to stay rooted in Christ and you're going to stay firm in these beautiful characteristics. And like your identity in God is incredible. And I don't know why you wouldn't want your identity in Christ. I don't know why you'd want your identity to be rooted in anything else. I don't know why you would want your identity to be rooted in your job the sport you play like those things will change and then in a couple years you'll find yourself like lost because you have no identity anymore if those things happen to change and so I saw this quote from David Benner who is an author and psychologist and he once said identity rooted in God would mean that when we think of who we are the first thing that would come to mind is our status as someone who is deeply loved by God which that's amazing. I want to remember that and every time I think of myself I want to remember God's love, that I'm chosen, that I'm forgiven, just all of these amazing things. Then I think like different topics like self-love and character development, just all these different things would kind of fall into place because you know how much you are loved by God. But then I think about a lot of things that our identity is rooted in, like our anxiety, depression, maybe you're shy, so that's just who you are, that's your identity, everyone knows you as the shy person. Maybe you have a disability, like that's not your identity. God doesn't look at you, God doesn't look at me and say, oh, there's Peyton, she has anxiety, that's what she is, she's anxiety. We know that it says in 1 Timothy 1.7, I believe it is, I probably need to double check that. I have my note card right here. Um, yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Scratch that. It says in 2 Timothy 1.7 that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound judgment or, or self-discipline, depending on what translation you're reading. So we know that we have a spirit of power, love, and de- self discipline. That's amazing. So instead of listing off all the things that we are not and getting into the spiral of what has been spoken into our lives to falsely define our identity, let's talk about the identity that God has given us. That's much better. You know, like I'm sure on this Wednesday or whenever you're listening to this, you'd much rather be uplifted and you'd much rather hear the truth about what your identity actually is Then for me to just be like, you're not this, not this, not this. Okay, let's say this is who you are. Okay, ready? 
So we just found out, like I said, that we have a spirit, or you, I'll say you, um, so it's more personal, but you have a spirit of power, love, and self-disciplined. You have an identity in Christ of victory. It says in 1 John 5, 4, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. So you have identity of strength, of victory in Christ. You have a fresh new identity in Christ, a fresh start, chosen, loved, forgiven, the opposite of every negative comment society has ever given you about your identity. And it says in Ephesians 4, 22 through 24, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. What I specifically love in this verse is to make new in the attitude of your mind. Our mind is a big factor in what we say our identity is. And a lot of times what we're going through and just like if we're sad, if we're struggling, just just our mental health can really define our identity for us. And with God, you kind of take up that new attitude of your mind and we see that we have a spirit of victory. So when we're depressed, when we're anxious, when we're afraid in God, that is not your identity and you can overcome it. God gives you that strength and God can heal. So you have the identity of that power and in this new identity, you can change the attitude in your mind. Love that. And when you begin to read these truths and believe them, you will kind of start to challenge what others say about you, which is great. You should be comparing all things to God's word for the enemy can confuse the heck out of you if you don't. Like everything you hear, everything someone says about God, even the verses I'm telling you, I challenge you to fact check that because you never know when someone's false teaching and you never know when someone's trying to lead you astray, which obviously with that spiritual maturity and the closer you get with God and just the more you read your Bible, you'll really easily be able to tell like, oh yeah, that uh, the Bible doesn't say that or God does not say that. So do not let people speak negatively. Just don't let people speak that into your life. Like people are always probably going to say something bad about you. Like you just can't control that, but like the way it affects you. And if you, it's like a bandaid. If you slap that bandaid on your identity or you slap that band-aid of negativity on your mind, and you don't have that firm foundation in God, and your identity isn't rooted in God, then that you're going to become what they say. Which, no thank you. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I that's not what I want to happen to me. Um, but what I started to do, so here's just a practical way for you to just really start to remember that your identity is in Christ, is I challenge you to just get sticky notes, get note cards and write out these verses of truth that say who you are in God. And so the second Timothy 1 7 verse that I spoke about earlier, I've actually had this one sitting on my desk for a while because I'm not the best with fear. Um, I, a lot of times fear is very controlling in my life and I know I'm saying it right here that fear is not my identity and in Christ. 
I have a spirit of power, love, and sound judgment. So every time this week and that, or last week too, that I have felt just this fear come on, this anxiety, I will say this verse out loud and continue to until that feeling starts to ease and my mind shifts to this positive truth. So write out those truths, write out the different verses. Once again, if you want to write out the verses I mentioned, um, it was Ephesians 4, 22 through 24, and 1 John 5, 4, and then obviously the 2 Timothy 1, 7, but yeah, it'll be, it's a life changer, it's a game changer, you guys, and literally, you're not going to be offended, you're going to just live life, you're going to have a backbone in Christ, no matter what anyone says about you, you're going to know your identity in Christ and it's not going to bug you, like, honestly, you guys, I'm unoffendable, <laughs> like, I just know who I am in God and I've been, like, I've had a relationship with God for a while and so it's a lot harder now for someone just to speak something negative to negative to me and for me to hold on to that. I'm very like loose about the negative comments or just really anything negative that someone speaks into my life or does to me. I'm kind of like, yeah, uh, no, thank you. Bye. Like, I'm just, I don't like internalizing it and I try my best not to and I've definitely gotten better. Like, this isn't how I've always used to be. But I mean, with your identity in Christ, it's going to be so much easier to just, you know what? Nope. I got Jesus. I don't need your negativity. Bye. <laughs> Um, but that is all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, go ahead and leave a review. I really appreciate that. Or message me with any topics, any prayer requests, anything like that. I'd love to pray for you guys. I do anyway, but like if there's any specific ones, go ahead and leave that for me. And I will definitely pray about it. But you guys are amazing. I love you guys. And I will see... I mean, I will be with all your beautiful faces next Wednesday. See you guys.